Welcome to Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies with John Balserac. John has been in the financial services industry for over 20 years and has dedicated his business career to helping families accomplish their financial goals by focusing on their core values, which involve balance and clarity of all four asset classes, financial, intellectual, social, and human. Contact John Balserac at 888-949-7475 or on the web at a4wealth.com. That's the letter A, the number four, wealth.com. And now here's John to help you create lifestyles and build legacies. And welcome back to another show of Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies. I'm your host, John Balzerak with A4 Wealth Advisors. And today, uh, we have a different co-host, Mr. Mitch Heil, who will be sitting in for the one and only Tony Shore, who actually has the flu. So we're going to keep Tony in our thoughts and prayers this week. And on today's show, we're going to be talking about a topic that has a lot of misnomers and miss out there, and it's all about annuities. So if you Google the word annuity, you're gonna get a lot of different things that pop up, some good things, some bad things, and we're gonna talk about that today. I think there's a lot of people out there that just don't know how these vehicles can work in their portfolio. And while a lot of listeners out there may have heard of annuities, um, or may be familiar with them, uh, I think that they can be confusing. And not only are they confusing, there's so many different options out there, and there's so many different annuities that can fit into different spots for different people out there that we want to clarify those things up today. Does that sound good, Mitch? That sounds good to me, John, and uh, thanks for having me on the show. You know, feel bad for Tony because he's basically uh, bedridden at this point with this flu and chest yep. congestion, so... Uh, your listeners are going to have to deal with my uh, my voice today. I don't quite have the golden pipes that Tony has, though. But and, but Mitch, you're typically behind the scenes, right? You typically oh, yeah, help yeah. produce the show. You do all the hard work. I do. Yeah, what, Tony. Tony just sits back and uh, jacks his jaws, people like to say. But I do all of the the real lifting behind the scenes. So so with all with the millions of shows you've done, I'm sure you'll do a great job. Oh yeah. So, you know, let's talk uh, a little bit, Mitch, about all the noise. You know, there's so much noise out there about annuities. Um, and that might be due to the fact that annuities have been around for a very, very long time. Uh, in fact, uh, they go all the way back to the Roman Empire, which I find pretty interesting. Hmm. And according to thinkadvisor.com's article from 2012 entitled The History of Annuities, uh, that was back from 225 A.D. when they were writing about this. Almost 1,800 years ago, a Roman judge created the first mortality table for annua, or a once-a-year payment, uh, and that was made in exchange for an, an initial large down payment. So, you know, the basic annuity, that's what happened, right? Uh, I don't know if they had insurance companies back then. That would be fun uh, to find not, out, no. Mitch. <laughs> but somebody, some type of entity, would take in a large lump sum payment and then exchange, give you out monthly payments for the rest of your life. And, you know, for people that have longevity or people that want guaranteed income, for people that maybe don't want to deal with stock market risk or have to do it themselves as far as investing, it seemed like a reasonable idea. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, that does. And I mean, you know, annuities going back to the Roman Empire, that's crazy because you think about financial vehicles and things like that. You think they're in the past 20 years, 50 years, 100 years. But I mean, you know, back in 225 AD, you said that, that's you really fired up the way back machine on that one. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like watching those old movies, right, where they where they talked about the Roman Empire. Right. And, so, yeah, I know. And annuities have obviously popped up in the history books ever since, you know, in the 1600s. Uh, European governments created uh, annuities to pay for wars uh, and to pay for public work projects. Uh, in the 1700s, annuities were popular with high society uh, individuals as a way to avoid poverty uh, versus riskier investments that maybe didn't pay off. You know, everybody wanted to take insurance, like they would insure their vessels if they're going to cross the Atlantic Ocean, um, you know, those kind of things. And even in America, you know, during the Revolutionary War, uh, the National Pension Program for Soldiers was created, and even before the Declaration of Independence was signed. So they had annuities back then. And that would actually provide a set amount of payments to soldiers and their families. So, you know, annuities go back thousands of years, and there's definitely a spot for annuities, and we will definitely talk about some pros and cons. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like annuities, they've been around for a long time, and they've existed this long, so they've obviously got to be like a winning strategy, at least. Yeah, and, and really, Mitch, in my opinion, uh, it's how you position the annuity, you know. But they've been around for a long time. In fact, uh, when President Franklin Delano Roosevelt signed the Social Security Act, that was back in 1935, you know, he was essentially creating a lifetime annuity. Um, it, for many people. And then, of course, many people today rely on that Social Security check, which is an annuity payment. So in a way, we've already had an annuity as a part of our retirement savings. We talk about, you know, putting money in 401ks and IRAs, and then saving money maybe in brokerage accounts. And then if you're lucky enough to have a pension through a company, a pension is really an annuity. And Social Security is really an annuity. So really, annuities are more a part of our lives than we really understand. Um, and even with the immense popularity of Social Security, there are still many people who have questions and confusions about annuities, even if they're already receiving one. They may have a negative connotation, you know? But I can tell you, everyone who gets a pension check every month or a Social Security check once a month, they value that payment. Uh, that that those payments, those annuity payments, whether it's pension or social security or otherwise, help them live the lifestyle that they want to live. And you know, when we created the show, creating lifestyles, building legacies, you know, when you create a lifestyle after you work your whole life, it's a challenge because you have to look at different buckets of money, and what buckets of money are going to give you the income that you need to generate income uh, to grow the the rest of your life. So. As a basic rule of thumb, Mitch, you know, an annuity is an insurance product, and you can buy that to provide benefits like lifetime income, like we talked about. The investment can grow tax deferred, you know. So if you look at right now, a five-year fixed annuity might be paying four and a quarter. A five-year CD might be paying 3%, but it's taxable, not tax deferred. So you get an advantage there with a tax deferral versus other safe money products. And the last thing, it can provide a legacy to your heirs. So you know, income, tax deferred growth, income to heirs, 
Those are all the things that an insurance company or an annuity contract can promise to an individual. Right. So, um, so we we know what annuities are. They're like a it's a bucket of money that you can pull in for you know kind of a guaranteed amount, either yearly or monthly or however you have it set up. But how do they real? How do they work? That's a that's a really good question. So the structure of an annuity today is not that far off. You know, back that the the Roman judge created in the Roman Empire. Believe it or not, annuity is a contract with an insurance company. Okay, so it's not a bank, it's not a mutual fund company, it's an insurance company. And that insurance company pays to promise a certain level of income to an individual guaranteed for the rest of their life. Now, if you pay money into an insurance company, in return you receive an income stream specified by your contract. You know, alternatively, uh, you may elect not to take periodic income enabling the annuity to accumulate interest. And then maybe you defer that to a later point in time, maybe five or 10 years, and then you turn it into income, or maybe you take all the money out. Mm -hmm. So there are different features. You know, an annuity is just not designed for a set periodic uh, payments the rest of your life. There's different ways you can design them. And with today's volatile markets, I think there's a place for them because people want safe money. They want to know that they can rely on a set payment every month to pay their bills and meet their needs. Especially when you get older in life too. Yeah, I mean, uh, some people, you know, if they're, they're older, they're in their 70s or 80s, look, they're like, John, I, I've taken enough risk in my life. Now, I know what my income needs are. I want this check in my you know, EFT to my, my bank account once a month, and we're good. Um, so, you know, a lot of people want that and they understand the value of that. So with an annuity, you don't just pay the sum and then it's done. There's more to it, right? Absolutely. There are actually three phases of an annuity contract that I think that people out there need to understand. Uh, The first is the accumulation phase. And that's the phase that refers to the period of growth after the initial payment is made. And sometimes the owner will continue to add more revenue to the annuity or more payments, Um, therefore increasing it plus more interest. And the accumulation phase, um, you know, that will last as long as the person wants until they decide to turn income on. And that is the annuitization phase, okay? So annuitization is usually permanent. Once annuitization happens, uh, the contract or the payment, um, you know, typically cannot be changed. Now, the newer annuities out there, if you do annuitize or if you trigger an income rider, that's different than annuity or annuitization, you can actually get increasing income. So the reason that's very attractive is that that will help combat inflation because as you know, things become more expensive year mm-hmm. after year. Yep. Right, and it sounds like there's a lot of moving pieces in the puzzle as far as it goes. But John, we do have to take a quick break. Why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you? Absolutely, yeah. For, for listeners out there, especially if you bought an annuity in the last five or 10 years, you don't know what you have Um, You know, you could bring that in. We will do a customized annuity review. It's a detailed report to talk about the performance of the annuity, the internal fees. You know, fees can vary from zero up to as high as five or 6%, which is exorbitant. So knowing what fees you're paying in your annuity is critical. And it also tells us that maybe we should get out of it. Maybe this is an older annuity that is antiquated it's not paying a higher return, it's got a lot of fees. Well, you don't know that until you get a custom 
annuity review. So give us a call toll free. Our number is 855-260-7361. Again, 855-260-7361. You can look us up at www.a4wealth.com. All right, listeners, and we'll be right back with more Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies right after this. Do you ever wish you had an owner's manual to help you address and plan for retirement? Well, now you do. Hi, my name is John Balzerak, author of Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies, a roadmap for financial independence. If you're like most of my clients, having access to a retirement roadmap could help ease financial concerns and better prepare you for retirement. Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies will help give you the foundation you need for a successful retirement. Simply call 888-949-7475 or visit us at www.a4wealth.com to receive a complimentary copy today. And welcome back to Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies. My name is Mitch Heil and I am here with the host of the show, John Balserak from A4 Wealth Advisors. And just a reminder, if at any point during the show you want more information, feel free to give John a call at 855-260-7361. And just a reminder, that is toll-free. Or you can visit him online at a4wealth.com. And just another thing to keep in mind is this show is available as a, as a podcast. So if you go to a4wealth.com, head over to the radio page and look for past shows. And you can also subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. So, John, we've been talking about annuities today. You talked about the history of annuities and define what they are. Um, what are the different types of, of annuities and what makes them unique? That's an awesome question, Mitch. Um, so there are several types of annuities and, and this is how I can understand why a lot of consumers are confused. You know, you've got Ken Fisher out there saying that he hates annuities, yet Ken Fisher owns, or I should say Fisher Investments owns one of the largest fixed index annuity companies in the country called American Equity. So if he hates them, then, but he still has a stake in Well, we, what he really hates are variable. You know, he says that fixed and fixed index are okay. But he never says that on TV. You actually have to read his articles. Susie Orman does not like variable, but she likes fixed and fixed index, you know. So you have a lot of pundits with different opinions. You know, you know um, going back to Ken Fisher, I mean, he sells managed money. So he hates annuities because he doesn't make any money there, but yet he owns stock in their companies. Right. So that, that's kind of funny. But so there's several types of annuities and they have all these different kind of riders that you can add. So let's first look at some of the basic kinds of annuities, uh, a fixed rate annuity. Okay. A fixed rate annuity is almost, I say almost, but not the same, but almost like a CD. If you buy a CD at the bank, it pays you a fixed rate of interest for a period of time. Right, so if you go for a five-year CD, you might be able to get three percent right now, maybe, maybe two and a half. If you're lucky, if you're lucky, but so let's say between two and three percent is what a five-year CD is paying. So you know what you're going to get. At the end of the term, you get your principal plus all that interest. Right, uh, a fixed-rate annuity is the same way. You know, maybe you get four, four and a quarter on a fixed five-year annuity. You put it in, you, the interest compounds. At the end of the term, you take it all out, but it grows tax-deferred versus growing taxable. So the other thing that we have is the hybrid, which is a fixed indexed annuity. And the difference there is that is gonna track to an index, okay? It's not gonna be directly invested in the market like a variable annuity would be. So it's, it's indirectly, so how is that? Well, they, they invest in an index 
for example, like the S&P 500. So a fixed index annuity, no matter what's going to give you a minimum rate of return. Okay, so you can't have loss of principal if you hold it for say five or ten years. You put in a hundred thousand, you know, maybe your worst case scenario is a hundred and thirteen thousand or a hundred and fifteen thousand, assuming you never get an index credit. But of course if you index to the S P over ten years, maybe seven out of ten years you get a credit. So you should always be substantially above that minimum guaranteed contract value. And what I tell people, you know, if you really want to get into the dirty of this, what does the insurance company do? Well, they take about 87% of your money and they put that in the general ledger of the insurance company and it grows in safe things in the general ledger, like government or corporate bonds, uh, safe investments that they've had for a very long time. The other 13% might go into or goes into an options budget and you decide what index you want to choose. So what's nice about the index annuity, Mitch, what I like about it, is if you have a 30% sell-off in the S&P 500, you are not going to lose one penny that year. The next year, if the, maybe if the S&P does 10% and your cap is, say, 6%, you'll make up to 6% interest that year. You won't make the whole 10 because there's a cap. And, of course, there's other indexes that don't have a cap. So without getting you know too into the weeds there, just know that an index annuity kind of grows like a set of stairs. It can go up. And in interest years uh, where the index is up, it will stay the same or lock in if markets are down. So the next one, and I think you you talked about this, was variable annuities. And, uh, you know, variable annuities, in my opinion, they offer a choice of sub-accounts that are directly invested into the stock market. Okay, now a variable annuity will offer you the chance for higher returns because you're fully participating. Now, for older clients that don't like a lot of market risk, they may not want to fully participate in down years. Fixed index annuities will not participate in down years. Variable annuities will. So it's really a preference item. You know, younger folks might say, hey, I want to get into a variable annuity. I've got 25 years. And that might be suitable. Now, the thing that you have to look for is the fees because not all annuities are the same. And judging based upon the fees is a big way to tell annuities apart. You know, uh, uh, some variable annuities may only charge one or 2%, some can charge up to four or 5%. So that's a significant difference. You need to look, watch out for that. And then, you know, index annuities are normally between zero up to 1%, so much more reasonable. Now there is a cap on how much you can earn, so you have to figure that in there too. But I think that for people that want principal preservation and they want a reasonable rate of return and they want to outpace inflation or have the ability to outpace inflation, a fixed index annuity could be great for them. For somebody who wants to make unlimited upside potential but also have all the risk and you know that you're going to be paying a fee, maybe a variable annuity is right for them. So you need to look. But, you know, to say that all annuities are bad, I think, is a bad strategy. You know, in 2008, most people lost 40% or more in the stock market. So blending in some safe money vehicles like this is smart. It helps lower your overall risk. Right. I'd rather, you know, make 0% or even make 1% than to lose 40%. So, you know, it sounds like annuities have their place and to just they do. immediately I mean, dis- remember, discard them. It's, it's, you know. Exactly. I think like anything else, you know, there is no bad financial vehicle. It's just, is it right for you? And if you build a well-diversified portfolio, so some people will say, well, John, you know, annuities aren't 100% liquid. They're not. They're not. You know, most of them offer you about a 10% a year free withdrawal. 
but you don't put all your money in annuities. You know, you should have fifty or $100,000 in a cash money market for an emergency fund. Mm-hmm. That's where your money, if the HVAC goes out, you pull money out of that, not the annuity. Then maybe you have another six or $700,000 in, in stocks or maybe some short-term bonds or something like that. That's 100% liquid. Maybe the annuity is only 300000 of the total portfolio. I'm just giving you a general example. Right. So maybe 300 is in the annuity, 600 or in the market, and another 100 is in an emergency fund. So, that, so the, the lack of liquidity, if it's a $300,000 annuity, it's, it's a mute point because 800000 of that portfolio is liquid, plus 10% of the annuity. So li- liquidity should never come into play if you have a well-designed plan. Now, I've seen you know, other people come in with an annuity. They're 75 years old. All they had was 100000 and it's all in an annuity. Well, that is not a suitable recommendation. If they didn't have an emergency fund or maybe have some managed money and it's all in an annuity, that's how people get hurt. Because if they have an emergency or a need that they need to get the money out and there's some big surrender charge, that is how people get hurt out there, okay? But if you build a well-diversified and well-thought-out portfolio using managed money, perhaps a fixed index annuity as a bond replacement, you know, I, I talk about that now because interest rates are going up. I think a fixed index annuity right now is better for the consumer than putting money in bond mutual funds, okay, or bonds. Because as rates go up, right, bond valuations go down. So I ask people, well, what's your, what is your safer money strategy right now? What are you doing in lieu of bonds? Do you, do you really want to buy bond mutual funds and have flat to negative the next you know, four or five years until interest rates are normalized? So there's a place for, you know, like I said, a fixed index annuity in that situation. But everybody out there listening, Mitch, is different. So we just don't know if it's a place for them or not until we sit down with them. And I think for many people out there, if you've bought an annuity, like I said, we don't really, we really can't advise you on it until we look at it. So if you have an annuity, give us a call toll free. Our toll free number is 855-260-7361. We'd love to help you with that. All right. So you told us a little bit about uh, variable annuities and fixed annuities. Um, but what are some other features that you can get in an annuity? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. You know, some people out there want to get guaranteed lifetime income without having to annuitize, okay? So that's an income rider because annuitization we don't like because at that point the, the insurance company makes a determination and says, well, this is going to be your set payment no matter what. And you kind of lose the ability to grow the contract. So people don't like that. So an income rider is not annuitization. An income rider allows the contract to continue to index and get interest credits while it guarantees you lifetime income. But the good thing is, is the contract value can still grow. So if you die, a large portion of that death benefit will go to your heirs versus it's stagnant, okay, or staying flat. So I think income riders are very popular. The other thing we've seen, Mitch, out there is adding long-term care features or impairment features. So, you know, if you've looked at long-term care policies recently, the traditional policies are very expensive. And the thing that I don't like about traditional long-term care is there's no premium cap. So you may start out at 60 years old paying three or three or $4,000 a year in premiums. And in 10 years, you could be up to paying seven or $8,000 or $9,000 a year in premiums. 
because the cost of long-term care keeps going up. So if you're a consumer and you don't know what the cost is going to be each year, I mean, that scares me to death because you may never need long-term care. So by adding maybe an impairment rider or a long-term care rider to your, to your annuity, it's a way to offset some of the long-term care risk. So some of these annuities, Mitch, uh, have an income rider, and then they maybe that income rider can double if a person cannot do two out of six ADLs. An ADL is an activity of daily living. So if you can't bathe yourself, dress yourself, you know, getting out of a chair, getting out of a bed, if you have incontinence, if you can't go to the bathroom by yourself, if you have a cognitive impairment, if you can't do two out of six, and a doctor signs off on that. I think that sounds life, like Tony right now. <laughs> oh, God. Let's, let's pray for Tony. Yeah. But if you can't do two out of six ADLs, and let's say that your guaranteed lifetime payment is 2000 a month, the insurance company will pay you $4,000 a month for maybe up to five years. And then it will go back to 2000 a month. So that extra two grand a month helps pay for a skilled nurse to come to your house. It might pay for you to go into a nursing home. Okay, it may not pay the full benefits of a long-term care policy, but you're only maybe adding a 1% fee to the annuity. So let's say on a $300,000 annuity that costs you 3,000 a year, well, a long-term care policy might cost you five or 6,000 a year, and it's going up every year. So, you know, it's a, you know we always wanna try to cap our cost with insurance. You know, I think about driving, Mitch, I try to drive sensibly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not speed, not, you know, do anything crazy. And then I, I carry a high deductible, a $2,500 deductible, and I have a lower insurance premium because I'm insuring the risk two ways, by driving, like not a crazy person, yep. and by second, by paying, you know, by having a higher deductible, the insurance company's gonna say, hey, I'm gonna charge you a lot less. Well, the same thing with long-term care. I don't wanna pay a whole lot for long-term care and be the one person that never needs it. This is an, a feature for an additional 1% fee I can add to my safe money annuity that annuity is going to grow every single year. But the nice thing is it's going to preserve my principal. It's going to hopefully outpace inflation. And if I can't perform two out of six ADLs, then it's going to pay me additional money on top of that. So I think for a lot of listeners out there, that's a very, very attractive vehicle that you can add to your portfolio. Well, John, this has been a very informative show on annuities. And I know that I definitely need to... Uh get myself checked out and, you know, get all my financials and everything put together. So if any of our listeners need to, if they feel like this has been an important topic for them and they want to contact you, you know, tell us a little bit about how they can get hold of you and all of that. Yeah, we always have a full 24-hour hotline available. So even if you call Saturday, Sunday, after hours, early hours, we've always have someone that can answer the phone. So that's nice. So that's toll-free to you, 855 260 7361. Again, 855-260-7361. Pick up the phone. The nice thing about coming to see us is it's complimentary. We don't charge you. We give you two free meetings with no charge at all. Okay. We can also analyze what you have if you have an annuity. The one thing I will say out there before we wrap up, Mitch, is that you know you need to do your due diligence. And you know, a lot of annuities out there are sold just plainly on commission. Um, so, you know, as a fiduciary, we're going to try to find the best annuity that fits your best interest, not what pays the highest commission. Okay. And there are some really good annuities out there that when combined with managed money, 
uh, that combine with other parts of your portfolio can make your portfolio, in my opinion, stronger, more stable, give you lifetime guaranteed income, regardless of stock market performance, can offer you impairment benefits where maybe you don't have them now. So give us a call toll-free. Let's find out if it works for you, 855-260-7361. All right, John, thank you again. This was a great show on annuities. And listeners, tune in next week for another episode of Creating Lifestyles, Building Legacies with your host, John Balserak. Thank you for listening to Creating Lifestyles and Building Legacies. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact John Balserak of A4 Wealth Advisors. Call 888-949-7475 or visit their website at a4wealth.com. That's the letter A, the number four, wealth.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. John Balserzak and A4 Wealth Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 